I'm Sava Malik and this is a mini mental. The powerful man is not the one who can wrestle, but the powerful man is the one who can control himself at the time of anger. Using that definition, which is a hadith by the Prophet ﷺ, how many of us can honestly say that, yes, I am powerful? I don't know about you, but I can't say that all the time. There's so many instances anger gets the better of me. There's so many instances where I have such a tough time with anger. Now I've learned to see anger as a teachable moment, not as a friend and not even as an enemy. It's just another emotion like depression or sadness or happiness or joy. It's just there as part of the my human experience. So the dua that I use for anger is A'udhu Billahi Minash-Shaitanir-Rajeem which means, oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the accursed devil. I realize that even though I know the meaning of Aldu Billahi Rajim, I didn't connect with it. And I didn't really internalize it when I would say it. And I had a teacher who told me what Aldu Billah really means. Imagine it's raining and you don't have an umbrella and it just starts pouring all of a sudden. And then from the corner of your eye, you see a bus shelter. So you just run towards it and then you go inside it and you take shelter. That is what Audu Billah is. When you say that, you are running to Allah for help. Now saying that when you're angry is so powerful. Why? Because I know that even though I'm in charge, Sometimes when I'm angry, I feel like I'm not in charge. I feel like that all of a sudden this wave of emotion, this rain, the storm pours in and I have no clue what's going on. Everything that was around me, I can't see it anymore. There's a huge storm. It's pouring everywhere. And when I say, A'udhu Billah, I'm like, okay, Allah's got me. I'm going to seek shelter with him and then everything's going to be fine. Now, what does that mean? Everything's going to be fine. That's where my work, that's where your work comes in. That means when you're saying, A'udhu Billahi Minash Rajim, it is not a passive act. It is active. That means that discovering what is anger? How does anger show or manifest itself in my body? What happens when I feel angry? How do my fists feel? Do I clench my teeth? Do I grind my teeth? Do I clench, do I clench my fist? Do I grind my teeth? How's my heartbeat? What do I feel in my stomach? How do my legs feel? So pay attention to all the way anger can manifest in you and then learn about the triggers of anger. So when you get angry, there's a trigger, there's something that happens, and then there's a reaction. Now, believe it or not, between that trigger and between that reaction, there is a space. And that space is where choice, freedom, and emotional mastery exists. It took me a long time to discover that space and to actually pause in that space and ask myself, okay, I know this outside event happened and now it's going in my head. It's making me feel this way. It's making my body act this way. What am I going to do with it? I'm going to say, A'udhu Billahi Minash Rajim. And then I'm going to actively pivot towards the reaction that I want. I'm going to consciously decide how am I going to react? And the first thing that I do that you could try, see if it works for you, is breathing. I know, you get that, you get told that a lot, right? Just deep breathe, deep breathe, breathe deeply, breathe deeply. And 
See, I'm doing that right now. I'm breathing deeply because this is this episode is kind of difficult. Out of all the breathing techniques I've learned over, you know, therapy and self-help books and all that, there's one that really stood out to me that I still use today, and that is the box breathing technique. I don't know if that's exactly what it's called, but I learned it um, in a book from um, Brene Brown. So it goes like this. You breathe in for four, you hold for four, you breathe out for four, and then you hold for four. So it's like a square, four sides, and then you repeat. So in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. And if it helps you, you can actually tap your fingers while you're doing it. So you can tap it on your knee or on your leg and it really kind of centers you. So try this next time when you say Audhu Billahi Rajim, actively try the square breathing while you're saying that, while you're seeking protection from Allah, work on your breathing. So imagine the shelter, imagine yourself running and you get in the shelter, you're saying Audhu Billahi Rajim. Think of the square and you start breathing in a square motion. And the next thing you can do is change the posture. Okay, so if you're standing and you're arguing with someone, sit down. That change in physiology will affect you because your perspective is going to change. So when your physical, your external perspective changes, this is what you can try on the inside, the internal perspective. So again, this is something I try. Maybe it'll work for you, maybe not. Give it a shot and see what happens. So this technique I learned from this book called You Can Heal Your Life. The author is Louise Hay. I don't agree with everything she talks about. Some of the stuff didn't make sense to me. What did make sense to me that really helps me with anger and resentment is one visualization technique that she talks about. So I'm just going to read from the book. So this is an exercise for dissolving resentment. She says, there's an old Emmett Fox exercise for dissolving resentment that always works. He recommends that you sit quietly, close your eyes, and allow your mind and body to relax. So again, the deep breathing, saying, Aldu Billahi Rajim. Remember, clip that together, fuse the two together. Then imagine yourself sitting in a darkened theater, and in front of you is a small stage. On that stage, place the person you resent the most. It could be someone in the past or present, living or dead. When you see this person clearly, visualize good things happening to this person. Things that would be meaningful to her. See her smiling and happy. Hold this image for a few minutes. Then let it fade away. I like to add another step. As this person leaves the stage, put yourself up there. See good things happening to you. See yourself smiling and happy. Be aware that the abundance of the universe is available to all of us. The above exercise dissolves the dark clouds of resentment most of us carry. For some, it will be very difficult to do. Each time you do it, you may get a different person. Do it once a day for a month and notice how much lighter you feel. 
Doesn't this remind you of the narration where the Prophet ﷺ talked about a man who was promised Jannah? And all the Sahabas were so baffled, especially one who actually followed him around for days, stayed with him, trying to find out why he was promised Jannah. And at the end, he realized, actually, he asked the man that, you know, the Prophet ﷺ said you were promised Jannah, but you're not doing anything differently. You're not fasting extra. You're not praying extra. What is it that you do? And he said that every night when I go to sleep, I forgive each person who has wronged me. Isn't that crazy? So this visualization exercise, you can do it. Try doing it when you're not in the heat of the moment. Because obviously, when you're angry, it is very difficult to have this calm, peaceful uh, demeanor and visualize. It's, it's tough. Especially, you know, when other people are involved, when let's say you're in a traffic jam or you're with kids or you're at work, it is very difficult. So this part, this visualization, you can start practicing actively on your own and then slowly, slowly as you do it regularly, which she says do it every day for a month. And I did that and it really became kind of automatic, meaning that when I would feel angry again, I would have that moment. I would do the box breathing. And sometimes I still forget to say Audu Billahi Shaitan Rajim. But it is something I am trying to build. And what really helps is that visualization. The visualizing really puts everything in focus, which means that you get a bigger view rather than just being stuck in this moment. You realize that this is just maybe 10 seconds of your life or five minutes and just being patient in the beginning which is very difficult yes it feels so uncomfortable you just want to act out because someone has hurt you and it angers you and you want to do the same or you want to run away you want to punch something you want to break something anything you know you just want to act but that first 10 seconds just breathe feel the uncomfortable emotions sit with it and just know they're not gonna destroy you just be a vessel and hold it, observe it, and then have the visualization of whoever is angering you, watch them, go up on a stage and have anything that they like, see good happening to them, and then visualize yourself going on the stage and see good happening to you. It is definitely a perspective changer. Just like we're taught to change our posture, this is a posture change in our head. Because though physically I can sit down, physically I can leave the room, but if I have all that garbage and that junk still in my head, if the resentment is building up in my head, there's no point of changing my posture. If I'm not actually paying attention and saying, A'udhu Billahi Rajim with intention and purpose, then what's the point? I need to be paying attention. And that is very tough to do when you are angry. You don't want to pay attention. You just want to run away from the anger because it just feels so uncomfortable. But remember, things that are often good for us do feel uncomfortable. But that is where growth lies. And when you can find that space between the triggering event and the reaction, that space is where peace lives, where where you realize you know what? I am in charge. Allah's got me. I'm seeking his help. And this anger is just here for a moment. It's a teachable moment. It's here to teach me something. There's a message my body's trying to tell me that I need to change something. How will I react in this moment? If you like this mini mental, 
Please share with a family or friend. If you're on my podcast, please follow and subscribe. If you're on my YouTube channel, please subscribe as well. And check out my website, mentallyfitmuslims.org. Sign up for my email list so you know every time when I post a new episode. In my next episode, inshallah, I'll be talking to Hayat. She's a mother with bipolar disorder, and I'm going to be getting her story. All right, see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.